Hello, folks. Welcome in. Episode 221 of the Get Around Podcast. I am your host, Brendan Queeley, sports editor here at the Traverse City Record Eagle. We are here in the podcast studio at the Traverse City Record Eagle while the, I guess, all of Michigan has descended upon Traverse City for Cherry Fest. It's. It, I think I'm surprised every single year. I've been here for... This is my fifth Cherry Fest, I think. Fifth or sixth Cherry Fest. And I'm always surprised at how many people... Does it seem more crowded this year, James? We have James Cook here as well, our senior sports veteran reporter. It, it, it does seem... I mean, obviously after the last two years of not having it. You know what? Good point. So there's that. But it does seem... Re- I think people are just wanting to get out and do stuff and everything. But it is... Yeah, it has been really crazy. The traffic has been crazy. Even after they opened the bridge back up, yeah, which they did the day before the festival started, right? I was like, I'm not gonna be one of the first people to go over that bridge. <laughs> I think you guys rushed it. <laughs> if it's you're, if you're opening it the day before the festival, <laughs> th- like there's a chance you may have rushed this. You guys cut corners. I know it. I, I you didn't put concrete where it should be. You there's definite. You used paper. I can tell. There's certain parts of that road are paper. So, but since then I've I've gone over it once and it was it turned out all right. Well, uh, yeah, we are here, episode 221, uh, brought to you by Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's has two locations here in Traverse City. They make subs that are freaky fresh, and they do it freaky fast because they're Jimmy John's. Freak, yeah. I like to change up the read a little bit every time. Like It's uh, it's almost the same, but it's, it's a little mm-hmm. different. Uh, we also, for the first time here, uh, although he's been now working for us uh, for how many weeks have you been here? Uh, a couple weeks, actually. A couple weeks? Yeah. So uh, for the first time here on the podcast, uh, our, our new uh, sports reporter, uh, Jordan Puente, uh, welcome to uh, episode 221. Awesome. Let's do I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. So awesome. we do this now. This is a stupid game that I... Of like the zip code play. thing? The zip code thing. So yeah. last time I, I wrote down on a post note, post-it note, even though we haven't had a podcast in, I don't know, three weeks, and then after this we're not going to have a podcast until probably uh, you get back from vacation. Um, just because... Look ahead to football. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll be... We're going to... time to work on We'll do... Uh, projects. Right, exactly. We've got... We'll do today's pod, uh, kind of wrap things up, and then go into... Uh, hustle mode as we try to get everything done for the fall tab which is crazy to think about but that's coming out and well, we got to have our stories done in about a month from today yeah actually uh and uh so yeah we'll kind of hunker down and hustle and get all that stuff done but wanted to make sure we came back checked in with you the last time we did this you and i guessed what zip code or area code sorry what area code uh 221 is in you said I said California. You said Indiana. I haven't looked. I haven't either. I haven't looked. So let's uh, let's do that right now. Two two one area code is in fact uh, Senegal. That can't be right. That's the <laughs> calling code. What <laughs> Senegal? Two two one. Fairfax County. That's not California. No, we were just Fair- guessing. What Fairfax County would be Virginia, wouldn't it? Fairfax two two one. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, 221 area code is in the state of Texas. Texas. Uh, okay. Yeah. That is 
That is that. So neither of us were right. Although, I mean, who's closer? I think we're both actually not. We're both we're very both far pretty away. far away <laughs> from from where that is. Uh, I can't imagine that two 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 is a is an area code. I wouldn't think so. I don't know. But we can take a guess. I could, anyway. I could look it up, or we. Well, can no, 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 no. Let's let's no. take let's take a guess. guess. What state? You gotta guess. What state is? And I'll I'll grab a pen here real quick. But uh, what state is the two 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 area code in? We'll start with you, James. Uh, I'll say Virginia just because I just erroneously guessed that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we got uh, James with Virginia. I'm going to randomly just say Florida. I don't know why. Uh, 222, I'll go with... Uh, I'm going to stay in the, the, the northeast, and I'll go, I'll go Maine. So we'll have to wait. Oh, you're gonna look. Uh, oh, no, I thought you were gonna. No, I'm looking up. I'm like, I'm like two two one. The two two one is the name of a TV show back in the day, wasn't it? I don't know. Twenty one Jump Street. No, two two one, no, was two two one Jump Street. No, there was a show just called two two one. I think it was like a sitcom, and it was just like the address. It's very possible, my friend. Yeah. Very possible. But uh, our, our Wi-Fi is not very good in here because it is. Uh, Still thinking about that. So we've got a good show coming up for you here on episode, um, not Senegal, but episode uh, Area Code Texas, uh, 221. Uh, we'll take a look at the Pittsburghers' first half, which has been uh, very up and down, very bumpy at certain points, very stri- streaky. Uh, and we'll uh, just go through, give some thoughts on the defending Northwood League's champion and... Uh, also look at the all-region teams that will be coming out that have started to trickle out already, but we'll give you the rundown exactly when everything is coming out so you know when to look for it and, and what I- issue of the record eagle to, uh, to pick up on that particular day. And then we will also, as uh, I wrote about in Sunday's paper, uh, just a quick couple of tidbits on the record eagle basketball summer classic coming up on July 20th. I almost said January 20th. Mm. Maybe part of me is just like, I wish it was a little bit cooler. Although it's not too bad outside. It, it was, uh, I was in uh, Chicago over the weekend, and it was much hotter down there. And so I don't know if my voice is uh, fully recovered. I don't know. Does it sound a little raspy still? A little bit. It's a little, it's a little raspy. Uh, it did crack earlier uh, off the air when I was uh, talking to Jordan. I don't know if it cracked or squeaked, <laughs> um, but it, it, one of those, um, it is still in the process of, of healing after uh, myself, 7-4 uh, is Harrison Beebe, former 7-4 and four weatherman Blake Hansen, uh, and uh, a couple of others. Also, Brett Cast uh, from uh, former 7-4, and four, now down in Detroit, uh, and then another one of our friends, uh, went to a taping of AEW Dynamite. And to say I had a good time is an understatement. <laughs> the voice. I mean, you lost the voice. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was, I, I texted uh, the, the group chat. I was like, anybody else still recovering, voice still recovering, or is it just my, my goofy self? Uh, and <laughs> one of them texted back and was like, well, you were the loudest. Wow. So. I was having myself a, a fine old time, uh, which made for fun over the weekend when I was doing work and having to do phone interviews and having to explain myself to everyone <laughs> that I talked to and be like, sorry, no, it's not COVID. Uh, not that you can catch COVID over a phone, but um, I- I'm all good. Uh, so, uh, but we've got uh, an interview uh, coming up with 
Lakeland Lake, St. Mary's, August Schaub, and Benzie Central's Nona Schultz. They were our MVPs for the All-Star Summer Classic baseball and softball games, respectively. Uh, and then we will end with our first trifecta since the end of February. Wow. We haven't had a trifecta. We've been doing the Duo Lipa. Uh, which is now by the wayside uh, since we have... Uh, since Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't have to say that anymore and feel dumb about it. I mean, it was a joke that I should have given up on a long time ago. I'm well aware of that. But I was just like, you know what? Just, just keep. We ran that into the ground. Just keep pounding forward with that. So we'll have our trifecta. And uh, this I was, I was thinking about yesterday, 4th of July. We're here in the studio on, on Tuesday, July 5th. Uh, but looking at the best sports and holiday combo uh, and how I, I agree. There were even some people that had brought it up uh, or it was kind of the, um, oh, what is that? Uh, the Bader-Meinhof uh, syndrome or complex or oh, the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. You guys familiar with this? Uh -oh. So the Bader-Meinhof phenomenon is basically like if you need a mattress, you start seeing commercials for mattresses. And then when you buy the mattress, you stop seeing commercials for mattresses, yeah, right? Okay. Or you buy, or you think about like, oh, I'm going to buy. you're paying attention. Right. Yeah. The, the, it just seems to, yeah. your mind is going to start picking those things up. Yeah. And so when I thought about this, it wasn't shortly after I was online and someone had posted, uh, there was a post from a, a, a national sports writer who was kind of questioning why, Major League Baseball doesn't completely lean into July 4th and do a big pomp and circumstance around it. You, you look at some of the ones that will talk about Christmas and NBA, New Year's Day and college football, Thanksgiving and the NFL, uh, and even New Year's Day and the NHL with the Winter Classic, or at least mm -hmm. they're trying to do that. <clears throat> As you guys heard, my voice just cracked, so that was fun. Uh, it's still recovering, <laughs> but uh, we'll get into that. Um, so let us start, and Jordan, uh, curious to know, you've, you've gone to couple a couple of yeah. uh, Pittsburgh's games, uh -huh. had a chance to see yeah. them live. Yeah. You know about their peaks yeah. and the two pretty nasty valleys yeah. that they it's had to go through. Yeah. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on, on this team and uh, the potential that they have uh, right now? And they're what they need to do in the, in the second half of the season. Honestly, they're in a good spot right now. I mean, they managed to still be within 500, second place, 18 18. Um, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, they've been streaking all season. Like, they'll have like a couple, they'll have like a six game losing streak, six game win streak, hop on seven game losing streak, and then just been streaking ever since. But, I mean, they've managed to still be within second place this entire time. Like, you would have never thought that. Um, you mentioned a game. Like, they won one, and then went to another one, they won the other one. Or they lost one, won the other one. But, yeah, they've just been, like, streaky. Some of the players have do noted that um, a lot of it is based off how they start the games as opposed to how they finish the games. Um, they have started very slow. Like, I, I feel like I, I need to, like, just embed the clip of Will Ferrell from old school saying we're going streaking <laughs> into this part yeah. of the conversation since we're going to say streaking a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, like they it's like they have they have what it takes. I mean, you guys mentioned earlier they're the Northwood champs for last season. So like, I mean, like I said, anything can happen. This is about the sec this is the second half of the season coming up tomorrow. Um well, yeah, tomorrow whenever there's airs, but they they still have a shot. Like it's not season's not over. Like it's not over till it's over. 
So they do have the hottest team in Northwoods uh, in first place, though. Yeah, in the Kalamazoo Growlers. I don't know if there's any team. Uh, I think they're eight and two uh, in their last ten games, uh, sitting. Am I am I right in that one? Uh, I think so. seven and three. Seven, seven and three. So three they, they lost, lost yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So they lost yesterday, uh, but they're they're still in first place, uh, sitting at, at twenty two and and fourteen, and so that puts them what four games ahead of the Pittsburghers, mm-hmm. uh, who are sitting at eighteen and yep. eighteen, tied with Battle Creek, uh, and then uh, Kenosha and Rockford are only one game behind, at seventeen and nineteen. I'm yeah, just looking. I'm just looking at the standings for the other divisions, man. Wisconsin Rapids is twenty nine and six. Okay, so maybe that's the hottest team. Yeah. I'm like, jeez. I will say, like, winning their division, um, they've, like, they've been managed to, like, win, like, a lot of their games within their division, but the Kingfish, they've, they literally have not been able, they the last game, like, they won, like, when they faced them, they won, but they've been one and five this entire season against them, so, um, every team they've been, they've been able to handle, except for the Kingfish, like, this whole half, first half of the season, they, they had no, no luck or, help at all so um if they can continue what they're doing now which is continuing to rack stack up wins as much as possible anything can happen anything can happen yeah they're an interesting team uh one because they they do score early i i haven't gone back and looked at all 36 games but I'm, i'm curious to know how many of those games they've scored in the first inning because they usually they seem to put up first inning runs uh, or at least score pretty early uh, in the game. But the uh, thing that's been killing them uh, this season has been leaving men on base. I don't know what the season total is, but I mean, there's there's a lot of points uh, when they were when they were losing. They were you were consistently looking at the box score and seeing you know How? eight guys, ten guys, a dozen guys left on base. Like, there even be moments where, like, they'll have bases loaded, no outs, and then all of a sudden they they don't get anything out of it. It's like they have bases loaded. Like, there's a potential to expand, extend the lead, retake the lead, or just try to do something with it. They have not been able to do that. Um, so we'll see what happens. I mean, season's not done. Still the first half. Still this whole second half left. Whole A lot of new things could happen. Hey, who knows? Whoever the uh, – the first place, the Growlers could fall down and it's better to come right back up. So mm-hmm. it's, we're in, we're, it should be a fun one. Roller coaster. Well, and you have the, the way the Northwoods is set up too. So if, if you win the first half, you're guaranteed a playoff spot. And then the second half is a kind of its own separate part of the season. So mm-hmm. if you win the second half of the season, you get a playoff spot too. There you go. And if Kalamazoo wins the division in the second half, then it would be the second team, second place team in the second half that would get the. Got it. So if it kind of goes the way it did in the first half, Traverse City would get in. Yeah, if they, yeah. Fin- if they finish yes. second again. I mean, they're tied. Uh, I mean, they are tied for second. So I don't know how tying for second works for the Northwoods, but if they can branch out and be the sole second place team in this, yeah, they they do have a shot. James, mm-hmm. you are you're set to to vote for the Northwood League, uh, Northwoods League All Stars. Uh, you don't get to vote for any of the Pittsburghers, but if you were gonna vote. For any particular pit spitters, or are there ones that you would throw on there? You know, maybe outside of a, a Camden uh, Traficante, who is yeah, he's been who, he's who is going to be there, and if he's <coughs> not, it's uh, uh, a large oversight. Yeah, he's had a really good season. He leads the team in RBIs, mm-hmm. um, but you know, uh, Colin Summerhill's been a pretty consistent guy for him all season. He had a good weekend. Um, you know, 
Tool is another guy who I think is was not on the team at the very beginning of the season, and Marseille, um, who was not on the team at the beginning of the season, and guys who were producing. I think those are the kind of, I think those kind of team play or players is kind of the reason why they've been up and down because they're trying to find those guys. They don't have as many guys coming back from last year, so they're trying to find the right guys. And uh, you know, you hope that those get those guys kind of become more everyday type guys the second half of the season and uh you know and guys like uh evan orzach just having a really good season he's, he's been playing like the whole time pretty much pretty much but um and then traficante like you like you mentioned and jake smallwood i mean they're they have three really good catchers on that team yeah they rotate them they rotate them out oh yeah they play yeah. Summerhill at dh and first yeah, base a bunch D- just yeah, so they can get his bat in the lineup i mean i noticed it's like, wait, why is he playing DAs? Isn't he a catcher? Oh, he can play multiple positions. Got it. That's actually kind of smart, though. Like, if they have players that can do that, I mean, and they're hitting well, then, I mean, that's not bad to have that, to be honest. Also, I will add, um, I don't, can, are you able to vote for pitchers, too? Yeah. Yeah, you get to vote for a certain number at each position. Oh, well, I, this needs to be, like, discussed but I will say their starting pitcher like Derek Clark and Jeremy Neff has really like produced very well for them um the last game I went to <clears throat> Neff threw six innings pitch someone's pitched a no hitter um I don't don't have did not have the history books in front of me at that time but that would have been very interesting if he did complete it if there has been ever a no hitter in Pittsburgh's history um when I asked him I was like hey did you know that you were through six innings with a no hitter, he's like, "I did, but I didn't pay attention." I'm like, "Okay, well, that's okay. I would say that's good." Because James, I'm, do you recall a, a no hitter in the four in, years of the Pittsburghers? Not in Pittsburghers that I can recall. Beach bums, possibly. Uh, beach bums. There was a couple. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I think they they might have been maybe like a combined one or something a while back. I think it maybe maybe even coming like in the playoffs. Well, maybe we'll get one in the second half of the season, and we will obviously be uh, keeping, an eye, keeping an eye on the Pittsburghers as they march toward a defense of their championship. Uh, moving along right into the all-region teams, which are coming out uh, week by week here uh, up through May, uh, August 7th when we will be uh, revealing our male athlete of the year. Uh, but we've already had golf come out. Uh, we had our golfers, Glenn Lakes, Blake O'Connor, and Michael Hudeman were our co-golfers of the year. Uh, that was fun. I went and met them out at the uh, GT Resort, uh, sat down, had a conversation with them, uh, put my phone out in the sun, and about five and a half minutes into the interview, the sun cooked my phone and shut it off, and I didn't realize it. So uh ended up having to uh, <laughs> call them back uh, later that night uh, and and go over the interview uh, again, but I mean, I, I'd already had five and a half minutes, so had some decent stuff. Uh, coming up uh, this Sunday, July 10th, we will have our uh, girls soccer team and our player of the year, uh, which I mean, it's coming out Sunday, we can reveal it right now, it'll be uh, Elk Rapids' Lauren Bingham, uh, speaking with her tomorrow, uh, Wednesday, get a chance to sit down and talk to her. Uh, and then after that, uh, track and field will come out July 16th and July 17th. The boys will come out July uh, 16th. 
with uh, the girls following up, and that is going to be July 17th. And since I haven't notified her, notify, I haven't notified her yet. I don't know if I'm not going to say the name on the air. Uh, but uh, what I will is I'll give a hint and I think say. people can guess. And I'll say that the track and field uh, girls runner of the year is also our female athlete of the year. So we're going to be doing kind of a combined story uh, for that one and featuring her uh, on the Sunday cover. Uh, following on July 23rd, uh, the girls' tennis team will be coming out. July 24th, we will have softball. July 31st, uh, baseball. And then, like I said, we'll end uh, all of this with the male athlete of the year on August 7th. So, uh, James, you and I are going to be very busy. I'm looking at this, and I'm realizing that I'm going. I have five. I'm going to be doing five of these. So I've got golf, soccer track and field boys and girls so that's four and then the uh, male athlete of the year which is okay i can get i can get all that done <coughs> that's what you wanted it, it is i i don't but it's it is what it is uh and then also a <laughs> uh, bunch of tab stories on top of that so thank yep. god we've got three reporters here and it's not going to be too busy other than pit spitters yes sir mm-hmm. so that is yes, that is yep. helpful and we're past the two michigan opens yep. so we've got that we've you know don't have a whole lot of other stuff coming up other than... Bayshore's gone. Yeah, Festival of Raises on Saturday, and yeah. I think the, the Golden Mile is on Thursday, I think. The Golden Mile so or the Cherry Mile? It's the Cherry, cherry Mile now, but Did it's, it used it's to be called the Golden Mile? It used to be called the Golden Mile. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was like, wait, is there another thing that I should put up a photo assignment for? <laughs> yeah, it used to be called the Golden Mile, and they used to it had like a, a, a pretty decent prize pool. Like, the winner got like $1,000, and they used to draw people who come from all over. Like they would get like wow. legit worldwide runners. Wow! <laughs> I mean, like there was a couple of times you had like Ethiopian runners in the wow. in the Golden Mile here for a grand yeah. and the grand and, and vacation Traverse County. Yeah, wow. how appropriate. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, as this goes along, um, you know, make sure you are both checking uh, our website record eaglecom for all this backslash backslash sports. Uh, and then make sure you're picking up uh, the physical copies of that newspaper. So, yeah, July 10th is a Sunday, July 16th and 17th. That's a Saturday, Sunday, and then July 23rd and 24th, again, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, July 31st is a Sunday, and as is August 7th. So. Nice. Okay, and then uh, other big news, and James is this uh, another great idea from James who was – fantastic in his work and coverage last week of the two uh, baseball and softball all-star summer classic games while I was um, one at AEW Dynamite two recovering (laughs) from being at AEW Dynamite and three uh, moving which uh, is always um, the absolute worst and I I, I hate it I hate moving and I know I'm gonna have to do it again uh, in uh, hopefully uh, six to eight weeks when um, buying my house finally comes through. Nice. But Let's go. Um, Jordan helped out quite a bit too. Yes, which was uh, greatly, greatly appreciated. I just know that pat on the back since those were, uh, you know, yeah. those were your two babies, and now you are birthing another triplets all-star baby yeah we're gonna have uh, on july 20th we're gonna have the uh, another summer classic game the uh, boys and girls basketball games so two two games actually um gonna be held at traverse city st francis and their gym 
And uh, the girls' game is going to be at 3 o'clock. Boys' game at 6 o'clock. In between, we'll have a three-point contest. Or two, well, two. One for boys, one for girls. Um, so we're lining up with coaches, you know, to get uh, to get ball racks and stuff like that to make sure we have enough to be able to do both sides of the court so we can go faster having having somebody shoot on each side. Smart. If anybody uh, has ball racks they want to donate. Yeah. Yeah, right now I think we've got six accounted for. If you got, I ball, think. If you got ball so racks if just sitting in your garage if we could get up to dust. It'd be perfect if we could get up to ten. If you do five stations on each side. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, if we can't we just do three, I think we'll just yeah, do the baseline. You want to do the corners, you want to do the wings and you want to do Yeah. Top. And if we can only get yeah. six we'll do, you know, the corners and the straightaway. And then but it would be nice to be able to add the wings. And, uh, are we gonna have a, a, a money ball? Are we gonna? Get we like could. We could do that. That's what we did in the uh, softball game in the home run derby. It was uh, the the tenth swing that you got was counted as two if you hit a home run, oh, but, nice. but nobody did on the tenth one. Uh, I think next year I want. I think for the for the home run derby, I think I want them to go back to using the regular softballs. They use like the dimple balls mm-hmm. that for the pitching machine that don't. It, oh, it doesn't get yeah. it doesn't it doesn't spin them because they don't have any uh, uh, you know it doesn't have the threads right or anything so it doesn't spin them so it throws a more straight true ball but they're also more squishy so it's harder to hit a home run with them yeah um, so last year when we had just used regular balls and a coach just got up there and tossed it up because the pitching machine wasn't working <laughs> uh, there was a lot more home runs like Grace Quiggin hit like I don't know eight or ten last wow. year and uh, the, the home run champ this year had two. Okay, wow. so yeah, that's a little, it's a little on the low side. Mm. <coughs> um, and then after the game, after the boys' game, we're gonna have a slam dunk competition. So, which I know we've cool. got. I know we have two because I talked to to Dylan Craig out at Grayling. He said that both he and his teammate uh, Caleb Call are uh, already working. On their dunks. Yep. Uh, and wow. I'm guessing we got a bunch of others, too. I'm going to guess Bat- Gavin Bisball wouldn't want to do that. Uh, I'm going to guess Trevin Winkle, Cole Genema, Brady Ewing. I told them to work on their dunks. John O'Connor from TC West. He's wow. He's got the hops for, for Duncan, um, and we'll see, we'll see who else. Um, we're not quite done with sending out invitations. I kind of wanted to do it a little staggered, so I didn't send them out all at the same time to see who to get back some rem- results from guys to because like last year with the baseball game i kind of expected like about 25 percent of players to say you know I, i'm working i'm gonna i'm already in college you know or i'm doing you know we're on vacation or whatever so i sent out like a boatload of invitations for the baseball game and like everybody said yes <laughs> and we had 40 players in the baseball game last year wow, wow. <laughs> and i was like that's way too many so kind of kind of doing it in a little bit of a stagger in waves Kind of just to see who can who confirms, <laughs> and then and then we'll f- and then we'll fill in kind of. So not necessarily that the people in the second wave are not good players. They 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 definitely all are, uh, but uh, we just want to make sure we don't get too many kids so that that way the ones that you get selected can actually play a good amount of the game. Well, and this works out perfectly because we can segue right into our interview because you happen to extend one of these invitations out to uh, one of our guests. Uh, in Lakeland, on St. Mary's, August Schaub. Uh, why don't we go ahead and get into our interview with the All-Star Class Summer Classic MVPs for baseball and softball, Lakeland, on St. Mary's, August Schaub, and Benzie Central's Nona Schultz.
All right, it is my pleasure to welcome into the Get Around Podcast studio our MVPs from the two Summer Classic All-Star Games, uh, softball and baseball. Benzie Central's Nona Schultz, our Italian grandmother, as she just revealed to us, uh, she gets called that way too much, maybe not Italian, but grandmother. Uh, and then August, not going to call him Augie Schaub here uh, on the air. Thank you both so much for being here. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, I, I wanted to start things off and just get your thoughts on the experience of playing in the All-Star Games last week, what that was like, uh, and uh, looking back on it almost a, a week later, uh, how are you feeling? It's sad that it's all over, but it was, it was a really good ending to the season. It was a really fun way to end it with all the seniors from around. Just, I don't know, I thought it was really fun to play with all those guys because, like, you never get to play with them ever. And it was, like, different. But, yeah. And you got to show off in front of him and hit a home run out of yeah. Turtle Creek Stadium. Yeah, yeah that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think anybody would do that. Like, it didn't happen last year. I, it hasn't even happened in batting practice Yeah, I, I, of either game. I didn't I didn't know it was out right away. I thought I hit it, and I was like, uh, I started running. I started sprinting because, like, I thought it was just going to be, like, a fly ball or something. I didn't, but I knew I, I knew I got a hold of it, but I didn't know I hit it that hard. So, yeah, I was a little bit surprised. Mm-hmm. Was it like slow motion or anything like that? Like, are we talking Scott Hatterberg's, uh home run in Moneyball? No, 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 no. It was it was a little slow motion there for a second when it was in the air. I just I sprinted and I I was like, oh, that's probably caught. But yeah, I remember my my lone high school home run. I can still picture it in my head and connecting and seeing the ball go like that short little bit right that the flight of the ball. I remember that it's in slow motion for me, at least in my memory. Minus so. two, right? Yeah, I could, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Nona, how about you? What was it like? Um, I enjoyed seeing all the competition from the other schools. You know, some of the schools, um, my team this year, we didn't get to play, like especially the Traverse City team. So it was nice to see, like, not necessarily competition, but seeing how good everyone else is, like compared to Benzie's little school and county that we are in. Um, but I enjoyed a lot of the girls on the, my team. I actually played in travel ball, so it was good connecting with everyone else that I used to play with, and you know, just having fun and playing. You know, it wasn't. It's not my last game um, because I get to play in college, but it sure was fun, like ending the school season that way. Which, as we mm-hmm. found out uh, off air, both of you are going to the same college without either of you knowing it. Not that everyone knows who's going to to what college, but uh, both of you headed to Adrian. How are you feeling about that? I'm excited to go down to Adrian. Different, different, pers- different, different uh, perspective, I guess. Different change of scenery. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just been up in this little county all my life. It's gonna be different, <laughs> but yeah. Do you guys know what you want to go into, as far as like majors or anything? Or I, I'm just gonna. I want to go and get like my prereq classes done. Get the gen eds out of the way. Yeah. Smart and move. I want to. I want to be like a. Pi- I want to be a pilot, like a commercial pilot. You should uh, mm-hmm. you should look at uh, my uh, undergraduate college, which was Lewis University outside of Chicago. Oh. Or actually, the Lewis Flyers. It, it's I think it's one of the best aviation schools in the nation. Oh really? So I'll not that you have yeah. to. Either there or Western. Western. Western's a good, a good one. Mm-hmm. I've heard about Western. Yeah. Yeah, but I just yeah go there for like two years or something, then transfer probably. So. Hmm. Uh, yeah, on top of me playing softball, I'm going to study criminal justice and then minor in biology to hopefully go into the FBI after my four years. What do you want to do in the FBI? You want to be like a criminal profiler? Yep, either that or an agent. So, 
kind of weighing pros and cons with those. So we'll just stay in contact, and when you're an FBI agent and I get myself into trouble with the law, which will no doubt happen at some point, I can just call you and you can bail me out? Maybe. Perfect. We'll see. Awesome. We'll see where I'm at. <laughs> I won't get in trouble with the law until you are deeply entrenched within the FBI. Okay. So let's... Sounds like a deal. <laughs> I wanted to ask uh, you a question. It was a story that I covered um, the day that it happened, or maybe the day after it happened, uh, and then a couple weeks uh, afterward, and that was uh, Jeff Bruner, the home plate umpire who collapsed at your game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I talked to some of the Kingsley, I, I talked to the Kingsley side. I didn't really get a chance to talk too much uh, to the players that were there, even the, the Kingsley girls. Do you remember that day and, and what happened and, and what that was all, all was like? And if you're comfortable enough, I'm just curious to know how that has affected you seeing someone who was clinically dead apparently for mm-hmm. a little bit uh yeah i actually remember the whole thing very vividly um it was definitely traumatic that whole next day my whole team were at school was at school obviously but we decided to take the day off so we all stayed together as a team watched the movies did homework we just took a day to kind of mentally relax because we were all struggling with it um I just remember, obviously, I play third base, so I was at third base, and, you know, the umpire, he got up to clean off the plate, and he was talking to all of us, talking to our catcher, and then all of a sudden, stiffed up, and he fell backwards, and we all kind of, like, we all wanted to come in and help, you know, to see what we could do, and then we, you know, all decided to take a knee and to kind of, like, back off and give him some space. You know, we had the coaches come out to try and do CPR, Um, because they all have to be qualified enough to do CPR. Um, And then, you know, the the Kingsley coach is also a cop, and he had his car with him, even though he wasn't supposed to, so I, miracle by God, you know, he had it, and he had his machine there with him, so he was able to hook up the... AED. Yes, thank you, the AED um, to him, and, you know, that saved his life. You know, it took a couple minutes for that... um, the ambulance to get there and if we didn't have that AED he would probably be dead you know we're all thankful that you know he was able to be revived Um, but it definitely um, made me think more about talking to all my umps before and after games so before every game I'd walk up to every ump give them a fist bump ask them how their day how their day is going ask them how they're doing and, you know, always ask them if they want water, if they want, like, a granola bar, if I had extra granola bars. So it definitely made me more aware and more conscious of how everyone is feeling and made me play harder. So I understand that you, um, outside of doing s- sports, are a pretty good painter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what, what kind of paintings do you mostly do? What kind of stuff do you mostly work with? Mostly just do landscape paintings. Like around, I do a lot of, like, the dunes and stuff. I do barn. I like doing barns, but yeah, mostly landscape. Mm-hmm. Do you use acrylic or oil paint? Uh, I do both. Oh, look at Nona over here doing our job with <laughs> follow-up questions. <laughs> well, I'm an artist too, so I was curious. Oh, wow. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I do painting. I sketch okay. a little. Um, I actually have sold a couple paintings. Um, I was in the art show, got a couple scholarships, but I mostly paint. And you've sold paintings too, I right? have sold a couple as well, yes. Yeah, I've heard for some pretty decent money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've sold a few for quite a bit. Yeah. 
Yeah. So the commonalities between the two of you are just <laughs> continuing <laughs> to build up. That's Sorry. just, yeah, it, it is. Um, oh, one of the things that coach told me about you is that he's, he said, you're the person who like keeps everybody on task during practice and like keeps track of time. Yes, very much so. I it gives him like a warning that we only have 15 minutes left. <laughs> I like to wear my Apple watch during practice so I can get all my steps in because I'm just a person like that who likes to, you know, count how many steps I take and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, like during practice, you know, we can have some fun, but we're there to practice, to get games time in and we're practice to be able to play you know like playing during a game is not just a free-for-all like you have to earn your spot so when people are goofing off during practice I always remind them I'm like hey like make sure you're staying on task you know and I just I don't like lollygaggers so I like to stay on task and do the extra work he said you guys do play music during mm -hmm. practices though yeah we he's do like, and he's like the, the music that you guys play is a lot different than what he listens to. <laughs> yeah, we like to play a lot of throwbacks. So, like, Rihanna, Beyonce, um, a couple other... I love other that those are throwbacks. For us, yeah. that was what we grew up on. <laughs> I grew up on all of that. So those are, you know, stuff that I've grown up on. Um, but a lot of the girls on my team were freshmen. And a lot of the music we played, they had no idea what it was. And so a lot of us, you know, seniors and juniors were kind of like... Okay, let's have a quick little music lesson real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so we would always play throwbacks during practice, either that or country. Mm -hmm. um, but it always kept, like, you know, a lot of our generation listens to a lot of music. I don't know if you listen to a lot of music. Yeah. You guys um, probably listen to the same music based on uh -huh. how this is going so far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, probably. Um, but, you know, it kind of, like, kept us focused. But then at the same time, it, like, helped us, like, be loose during practice. Mm-hmm. What did, what did Coach want to listen to? Coach didn't want to listen to anything. A lot of the times he wanted to be silent, and he's so quiet when he talks that a lot of times, like, whenever he would talk, I would have to turn the music down and be like, Coach, like, I can't hear you. Or he'd be at home play trying to talk to us in, like, center field or even third base, and I'm just kind of like, what like, what did you say? I can't hear you. <laughs> turn the volume up, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. August, you've had uh, quite the, the senior year athletically. Uh, going to the Superior Dome uh, for the, uh, the football championship game and then making it to the Breslin Center uh, for, for basketball. Um, it seems like an odd question to ask, but, like, do you think that, you know, five, ten years down the line, that's something you'll, you'll look at and be like, man, I really hope I never take that for granted, what happened? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, we were... We were also not lucky. I don't know. We worked hard. We deserved it. But I definitely will always remember playing in the Superior Dome at the Breslin and all the all the boys I played with. And yeah, it's, I'm gonna miss it, but for sure, yeah. What was that? Uh, I, I was there for the for, for both games actually, uh, and <coughs> the the game against uh, Lenawee uh, Christian. When did you know that it was over? And when did you, at one point, did you think we still have a chance to win this game? Uh, I, th I feel like there was, there was, um, we had one more possession. I don't remember quite when, but it was, it was our last possession on offense. And, uh, and then I think they went, they went back and scored again. And I was just, I was just, so, yeah, I just knew it was over then. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you had a couple of big plays. <laughs> Yeah, in that one. Well, did you have did you have an interception? Yeah, I had, I had a pick six. You did. Okay, that yeah. was was that the 
Was that the 99-yard one? Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, I, I see so many games throughout the year uh-huh. that, like, so much it just gets garbled in my head. And I'm like, I know he had a big play because uh, it was Hugh that had the over-the-shoulder 55-yard catch, Yeah. I believe. But, yeah, it was you who had the tip up and then ran it all the way back. Uh-huh. Man, what was that like? Like, that had to be just the tunnel vision uh, oh, of doing that had yeah. to be crazy. I just kept thinking I gotta run faster. And I, was, <laughs> I just just sprinted, but I was I was really gassed after that. I had to take like three plays off. I was I was so tired. I, I couldn't <laughs> breathe. Well, yeah, not only the like the physical exhaustion, but yeah. like the just the emotional uh, release of oh, that yeah. is the, the I mean the adrenaline boost yeah. that you must have gotten. I'm, I'm sure your head was swimming. Oh yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> How much would you give if you could buy another year eligibility and play next year for basketball, with with what with everything the team has coming back? I, I mean, they're basically just losing you. I would, give, <laughs> I would give anything to play with those boys again on that team. It was it was awesome. Mm-hmm. And you got I think there's a kid they transferred in, right? Yeah, he wasn't eligible last year. Yeah, but he'll be yeah, eligible guard, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, he'll be good. Yeah, they should be they should be good this year. So we'll mm-hmm. see. I can't wait to watch them. Yeah, is Jerry gonna take your role? Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got to get a little quicker, but, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> How was cool was it that you had four players from Menzie in the All Star game, and that you you know you guys were able to have have that comfort of having three people that you knew immediately right there. Yeah, um, honestly, it was a shocker when I got that message from you saying that I was selected to come play. I was kind of like, oh sweet, you know, like that was my second o- offer to come and play um, for an All Star game. So I was kind of like, you know, this is kind of cool. I was like, in my head, I was like, I wonder if I got um, All-State, you know, because this is my second year in a row that I've gotten All-Conference, All-District, and All-Region for third base. So I was kind of like, you know, this is my year. Like, I feel it. I'm going to get that. Um, And then come practice for Wild, um, um, Olivia Bailey was there because she comes and helps for pitching every once in a while. And we were talking about it, and she goes, I got picked to come play as well. And I was kind of like, that's kind of cool, you know, like, obviously we're going to know someone, so I'm not going to be all by myself. And then that weekend we were at a tournament in Traverse, um, and she was like, oh, I just found out that Riley Sanchez and Riley Frisbee are also coming to play. And I was like, thank the Lord. I was like, you know, this is basically our whole infield right here. Like, we're going to be okay. You know, um, you know, Riley plays, Riley Sanchez plays shortstop, so we're kind of like a good duo right there. And then Riley Frisbee and Riley Sanchez are our shortstop and second base. So we are all just kind of like one big team. And I was very thankful that we all got picked to come and play. Mm-hmm. So since we have baseball and softball represented here uh, in the in the podcast studio, I'm <coughs> curious to know, I'll, I'll pit you two against each other and ask uh, <coughs> which has the better dugout atmosphere, softball games or baseball games? <laughs> well, I, I'd probably go with softball only because – I don't know. I feel like they just got all those cheers, and they just they just love to they love to get rowdy. I agree. Um, we don't do cheers though. That's like an elementary Uh-oh. middle oh. school <laughs> thing. Chance. Chance. We'll have a couple chance. Um, but I mean, a couple of our baseball boys from Benzie are always like, we can always hear you guys screaming, like even from the front of the school. So it's like we definitely have a very wild and loud atmosphere in our dugout. And it's just because it helps our teammates, you know, being loud and cheering them on gives them confidence in what they're doing. So we definitely try to be loud. Yeah, I think there's a little more room 
for having that sort of fun in softball, it seems, whereas in baseball, it's more mm-hmm. really try to tamp down the spirit for some reason. I, I don't get yeah. it. Cause that male I, testosterone <laughs> environment Because <laughs> I, I agree. Like, I asked the question basically to give softball a win because I was like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, softball dugouts seem to be more entertaining whenever I cover a game. That uh, seems to be the case. But, um, yeah. yeah, I'm glad that we all. The dugout the baseball agree. game would seem to be pretty fun, though. Guys were, yeah. having, guys were having fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were having a lot of fun definitely with our girl. Um, One thing I wanted to ask you is, uh, so what are you doing on July 20th? <laughs> do, do you want to play in the All-Star basketball game? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll play in the All-Star basketball game. Sweet. Okay. All right. Cool. We got another one, another one on the roster. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I, f- I figured we were going to have you on the podcast, so I waited. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> I figured that would just be different than than a text. <laughs> yeah, we've got that well, coming up. We're going to have a three-point contest, too. Oh, really? So you got to enter that. Okay. Right? I haven't, I haven't shot in a while, but... Uh. <laughs> well, you've got... Yeah, a couple weeks. 15 days. All right. <laughs> you need your watch to calculate I that? Did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I... My days are blurring together with the fourth and working. It's just one big blob of days. Okay, well, thank you both so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Congratulations on great high school careers, and uh, good luck to everything going forward. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again to our All-Star Summer Classic MVPs, uh, August Schaub and Nona Schultz. Greatly appreciate them uh, joining us here on the Get Around Podcast and here in the Get Around Podcast at the Traverse City Record Eagle, which is brought to you by Jimmy John's. Uh, Two locations here in the city of Traverse. They have subs that are freakishly fresh, and they do it freakishly fast because they are jimmy johns freak yeah oh, i was hoping you were gonna go with freakishly yeah but uh, i'll take it okay so let's finish out our uh, our episode here episode 221 uh get into the trifecta of course monday was the fourth of july uh and and i am curious to know why baseball doesn't go in go all in uh on this holiday and turn it into some sort of spectacle with having Either uh, you know playing a big game somewhere, uh, really going for the the best rivalries. You yeah, know, if you're gonna do yeah. uh, if you're gonna do interleague, you know, have the Chicago teams play each other, yeah. have the New York teams play each other, have the LA teams play each other. Right? Why not? Why turn not? it in, turn it into something um, that is gives p- people a reason to tune in because. We tune into the a lot of people tune into the NBA on Christmas. Uh, obviously, college football. Uh, on New Year's, Thanksgiving, on NFL. If you guys had to, uh, I'll ask a, a two-part question here. One, what's your favorite combination of the holidays and uh, sports watching? And then how would you rank them in kind of the the national uh, interest level? Okay. Like which one is, which one embodies that the most? Like I do think it's a toss-up between Thanksgiving and the NFL and New Year's Day and college football. Um, but that, I, 
New Year's Day in college football, uh, that's kind of going by the wayside. It yeah, seems. it's kind of fading a little bit. Yep. I mean, because you got the, the, the playoff yep. yeah. itself. So the New Year's Day games don't necessarily decide the champion like they used to. I think it's, I think it's Thanksgiving in the NFL, uh, especially say. for me. Well, yeah, you say that as a Detroit Lions fan, and you get that every single year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That was the first game, too, which, which stinks, because I, yeah, I usually have to hurry to get downstate, visit my family, and, and try to get there by noon. To watch the game. So you can watch the game. So you leave at like 6, like 7 in the morning? Yeah, uh, we usually have Thanksgiving time? at my mom's house, which is like Mount, Mount Pleasant area, so it's like two hours away. Oh, but got you. Well, I mean, to be honest, I will, okay... I have a personal bias to this because in California, the Rose Bowl is there. And every year, um, for the past couple of Rose Bowls, I've been fortunate enough to go. I went to the Ohio State U- Utah one this past. And I'm still, to this day, one of my favorite best football games I've ever been to. Georgia versus Oklahoma when they went to like multiple overtimes. I was at that one. So my bias would be college football and New Year's because, mm-hmm. I mean, when you wake up, like you're kind of for some people, some people uh, out all night the day before. You go home, you go to sleep, you wake up, you don't want to do anything. It's, a, it's technically a lazy day, and for football junkies like myself, that is the greatest day because you have multiple football games. You can stay at home, eat leftovers if there's leftovers, and just see, honestly, that 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 is a lazy day to watch football. And that's cool. So I, I'm gonna have to go with college football and the and New Year's Day, because, I mean, it's, it's New Year's, it's technically New Year's Six, because you have the Eve, and then you have the Day, so there's two days of college football, and mm-hmm. for college football fans like myself, that is the greatest, like, two-day event, spectacle, because some, some of the games are actually good, some of them are hit and miss, but some of them are actually good, so I'm, I'm with college football on that one, so. Are, are, you, are you in mourning for the uh, passing of the Pac-12 conference? No, honestly, I'm excited, to be honest. I, mean, I am a USC fan. I'm going to have to put that out there. So I understand that this is going to be very different to see well, USC. Well, USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten, yeah. and supposedly six of the other teams are leaving for the for the Big 12. Whoa. Oh, the rest of the, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, the Pac-12. So that means pretty much RIP yeah, Pac-12. Done. Yeah. Yeah, they're done. <laughs> uh, we, some, I saw it coming because if you read – if you see, like, they only had a couple years television contract under the Pac-12, they were bound to leave. I mean, people are going to hate the, the fact that the tradition of the Pac-12 is going to die very soon. I guess it'll still be going in other sports, but exactly. football, it's going to be dead. It's, but yeah, exactly. But a lot of people do say when money talks, people go where money, money's at. So USC, CLA, <clears throat> they're doing what any other school like Oklahoma and Texas have done. They're following the money, so honestly, I'm excited. I'm very, I'm very, I'm curious. I'm more than curious to see what how USC plays out in the Big Ten. But to answer the question, college football New Year's. I, I think I have the fondest memories of college football on New Year's Day. Uh, going over to uh, my grandparents' house, um, you know, uh, when I was younger, and eating chocolate donuts and sitting on the couch with my my dad and my uncles watching football then as I got older the party shifted to my uncle Petey's house and it became you know more of a more of a party later in the day so you're showing up and you know there's 
drinks and food and uh, always my uh, my Uncle Al's famous French onion soup, which just stunk up the house. And then uh, if my dad ate the soup, he later stunk up our house at home. <laughs> uh, so I think I have the, my fondest memories, despite my dad's gas. Uh, I, I think I have the fondest memories of, of New Year's and, and college football. But I do think that uh, if I'm going to rank them, I'll go Thanksgiving in the NFL would be number one in kind of the national pantheon. And then I'll, I'll go New Year's Day in college football, Christmas in the NBA, uh, and then uh, the Winter Classic uh, on, on New Year's Day as well. And you really can't – yeah, sure, uh, you know, ba- America is – Fourth of July baseball, apple pie, hot dogs, Chevrolet, whatever. Is it, is it, is it though? <coughs> well, uh, baseball sent such a horrible job at marketing it itself. Terrible. It's so horrible. Just horrific. Right. They should. The Fourth of July should be. It should be baseball. like, you know, they should New Year's like Eve and college football and Thanksgiving in the NFL. But man, as much money as possible. Baseball continues baseball. to just whiff. Would it be smart for them to always schedule? The All Star festivities around Fourth of July. Could you turn Could you turn Fourth of July weekend into All Star weekend? They could, yeah. Okay. And then, like you know, middle of the game, they have like the Nathan's hot dog eating contest in between. Like the seventh inning stretch is the so hot dog eating contest. You're combining these two things, <laughs> and you've got Joey Chestnut up there choking out people who are trying to take his hot. Dog. That was so crazy. That was crazy when too. New York is playing. Like, yeah. You, you bring in Joey doing a New York game. I mean, that's Fourth of July right there. Like right there, baseball. Joey, seventh inning stretch. Ba- Joey, Baseball's got a lot of growing to do. Uh, I'm still a, an enormous fan uh, of the game, but Same. it is it is a lot of yeah a lot but, of growing. But the higher ups at baseball have have continuously let me down. I will, I do have to add though, um, Christmas the NFL is playing and the NBA is still playing, so a lot of people I'm depending on who you really root for. A lot of people are probably watching the NFL. How would you rank him, James? You you said Thanksgiving the NFL is number one. Would yeah. you is, do you agree with my order? I, yeah, I would go. I would go Thanksgiving, New Year's. Um, I think uh, NBA, and then you know it's a dogfight to see who does worse job of promoting uh, between baseball and the NHL. And I think the NHL does a little bit better. They got um, better. The MLB should take note from some of the minor league teams as to how they market yeah, themselves right. and do things. If I am... As a social media and all that kind of stuff. Not like doing like the Savannah Bananas stuff because you can't... No, I... I, I, level. I hire... But I hire the Savannah Bananas, whatever they do, and I'm like, you go... Your job is to go into every single team, triage, and turn it into something entertaining. Oh, that would and be if awesome. that means lighting bats on fire and putting players on stilts... And having coordinated dances, then then that's fine. <laughs> Just to piss off all the baseball purists yeah. who don't think that should yeah. be part of the game. Yeah, I don't mind that being part of the game. I just don't do think I. I just don't think MLB will ever do that. No, Never. they won't. Ever. So no way. But they should have. They should at least have like their social media teams have a little bit more fun with the game, like sure. other like other teams like other sports do. You know, you often get Father's Day and the U.S. Open is usually, uh, I think, the final round of the U.S. Open, not every year, has uh, several times fallen on, on Father's Day, which is uh, which is always good, but not really a, you know, Father's Day isn't the 
a big holiday or anything like that. So probably still better than the uh, baseball on 4th of July. But Okay, that will wrap up episode 221 of the Get Around Podcast. Uh, thank all of you for listening to our Audible viewers. Greatly appreciated, as always. Including all of those in Texas. All of those, yeah, all of those in, in Texas in the and, and Senegal, which is the calling code. 221 is uh, uh, Jordan, welcome. Glad. Uh, congratulations on your debut here on the Get Around Podcast. Uh, Jimmy James Cook, appreciate you being here as well. Um, we are back from an extended break, and now we are going on another extended break. And uh, you won't hear from us again until... Mid-August, yeah, right uh, around the time, right around football camps start. Uh, oh, let's go! But for but for now, uh, I am Brendan Queeley, the host of the Get Around Podcast, saying, enjoy the rest of your summer. And episode 221 is in the books. Mm-hmm.